Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about how ChatGPT AI in general is revolutionizing the online advertising space. And we're going to talk about a couple announcements out of Google and Meta, which obviously owns Facebook, and what they are doing to integrate AI into their current ad businesses. So the first thing is today Meta announced that they're introducing something called AI Sound Sandbox for advertisers and they're expanding their meta advantage suite essentially what's happening um i think they're really just trying to capitalize on ai and the the buzz around it for a lot of this stuff they do have a few pretty cool features though that they're adding into this and this is something that i see as a trend across like a lot of different uh companies the fact that companies are using ai is not new right this has been around for a while this has been a buzzworthy topic for quite a while now Um, But a lot of people seeing everything that's happening in the news now are kind of trying to capitalize on it more now than before, I would say. Um, And so this announcement from Facebook, you know, they're like, since the earliest days of Newsfeed in 2006, we've uh, used machine learning and AI to power all of our apps and services, blah, 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 they go on. But like, yeah, they've been using AI since 2006. Like this isn't this super new thing. So some of their announcements uh, I'll glaze over because I think they're kind of nothing burgers or whatever they're not that important but this is what i do think is cool they announced that they will be doing text variations um, in their sandbox so you'll be able to generate multiple versions of text to highlight the important points of your ad copy Um, and i think they're also going to do background generation so like if you have a picture of a watch they'll remove the background and add a new background uh, that is like an image generated and they'll do image outcropping, which essentially just adjusts your ads to fit different aspect ratios. Um, so like in, you know, Instagram reels or stories, uh, there's different aspect ratios. And I guess they're calling the image outcropping AI. I mean, I guess it's AI. It seems really not very exciting, right? It's like you have a picture of a toothbrush and they're, they choose how to autocrop it into a square instead of a rectangle. Like, I guess you need AI to identify that the product uh, is in the middle, so it's not just like uh, straight up, I don't know, whatever. That doesn't seem that exciting, but anyways, that is one of their announcements. Now, I'll tell you why I think this is actually bigger broadly, not necessarily for what this is exactly, but for where this is going. Um, I think this is going to be massive. Um, in the future, These people, this is what they're going to inevitably add. Um, because we start we start seeing it here where like essentially you throw in like some text and they use AI to generate more text. Um, And Google announced something recently along the same line that we'll cover in a second. But anyways, where I think this is going overall and why I think this is relevant and I'm talking about it today is because inevitably in online ads, what's going to happen is you are going to take a picture of your product. It could be a terrible picture. You could literally take your phone. uh, You know, you could walk into your warehouse, see a picture of like a couch you're going to sell, take a picture of the couch on your phone, upload it. then say you know this is the price i would like to sell it at and then facebook or an ad thing is going to be able to take that image they're going to be able to upscale it they're going to be able to make it look really nice they're going to be able to put that in like a living room setting they're going to be able to have design all around it Uh, they're going to be able to manipulate the image and the different angles that you're looking at the image you know this is something that is going to be possible we're seeing similar things literally with uh, they'll be able to take that image and turn it into a video they're going to be able to take that video and look at it from different angles. This is all literally stuff that is um, quite possible. Uh, Synthesia just yesterday announced that you can upload uh, a video shot from two angles and they can take that through an AI and look at like 360 degree any angle, any any way you want to look at that um, object or subject. This is all going to be integrated into advertising. So 
Eventually, you'll be able to take a picture of a thing and they will be able to put it in the most amazing, sexy, beautiful um, lighting and it, like, you know, whatever your product or object is, it's going to look incredible. Um, they'll be able to turn it into video and text. They're going to have automatic uh, text generation for all of the, you know, for the descriptions and the titles and they'll they'll A-B test everything to see which titles perform the best, which videos perform the best. Um, it might even be to a, uh, a point where like, you pay more to have them do more variations. It's like, look, uh, all you do is uploaded this little, you know, kind of junky image. If you want us to be able to make like 20 full on TV commercials out of this thing, essentially, or like, you know, product sizzle reels or hype videos from all these cool angles and all this cool editing, it's going to cost you X, Y, and Z in computational power. And so you just like pay the price and they'll do all the work for you. Um, and they'll be able to do it. Now, there is a big concern when we look at, like, inevitably, this is how ads are going to go. Like, you just know. It's, we're starting there. This is the very beginning. Th that's how it's going to go. You're going to take a picture of your product, or you're going to write a quick description of your thing, and it will generate all the stuff, make it look amazing, make videos, and all your ass all your brand assets you need. Um, so it's interesting because it's like, what role does a modern day graphic designer and copywriter and all these different people play um, in this kind of sphere when AI is inevitably going to be able to do this and it's going to get more and more hands off. Um, so that's a question you would you would have to ask yourself. Perhaps, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. That aside, I think one of the biggest issues that I can think of and that people have voiced concerns around this trajectory because um, Google is also going down a very similar route is what happens when the AI makes up false information about your product, right? Like what happens when you take a picture of your couch and it kind of like maybe it's like a beige couch, but beige didn't perform as good as a gray couch. So it has like it like cranks up the contrast essentially and the couch looks a little bit more beige in this photo someone buys the couch, it comes in, or I'm sorry, it looks more gray, the couch, they buy the couch, it comes in, and all of a sudden, they're like, hey, I ordered a gray couch, not a beige couch, but like, that's what the picture looked like, because Google found that's what performed the best, or Facebook, or whoever. Um, I think that's the problem. Another thing is like, uh, when you want it to auto-generate captions and text and features about your product, like, obviously, you could put stuff in there, but it's going to make stuff up, it's going to add extra information, and what happens when they say, uh, you know, this couch has a, this couches will last you 10 years because of the high quality and it's just some cheap Chinese uh, couch and uh, it only ends up lasting six months and someone's like hey what the heck and they go contact the company and said you said this would last 10 years and they said no we didn't and then you know like it was in the ad so those are the issues is like false information or embellishment I mean this isn't also super far off from ad agencies and advertisers in general some people I know will hate that I, I come from a marketing background there's plenty of marketers that embellish and you know hype up their products beyond what the product team would like them to say lots of salespeople do the same thing so um, if this AI is doing that is that even far off from uh, you know what people are doing obviously it would be considered like ad fraud or something like that so not good um, Google is actually going to be essentially doing the same thing with their ad business um, in a way. Uh, apparently, they did some internal presentations and someone, someone at the uh, Financial Times saw them. And essentially what they're doing is it's generative AI to kind of what they say unlock the world of creativity. Um, but, you know, pretty much what they're doing is integrating their Bard chatbot and the AI technology behind that to help 
um, supply creative content and images and videos and text related to a particular campaign. So essentially the AI is going to remix all of the content you give it, right? You could throw out a whole bunch of videos and text and images about whatever your campaign or product is. They remix that um, and they generate ads based on the audience it aims to reach as well as any other goals uh, like sales targets and that kind of stuff you have. So someone that apparently was familiar with Google's presentation said that they were worried the tool was going to start spreading misinformation like we were talking about because essentially the text produced by AI chatbots definitely can say falsehoods. So um, the problem I think with all of this is that, you know, it's optimized to convert new customers, but it doesn't, you know, it, it, unless you specifically instruct it, it may not have any idea what truth actually is. And so Google actually ended up telling the uh, Financial Times when they reached out about the story that they plan to put firm guardrails in place to prevent that kind of errors, those types of errors, right? The hallucinations or whatever you want to call them. So when it really ends up rolling out this new AI feature in the coming months, that should be fixed, they said. So it's going to be really interesting to see where uh, that goes, to see where all these new AI ads go. Um, but inevitably, I think we're moving to a space where you have very minimal inputs, right? Like the easier, the better, uh, the easier the product, or, and the easier a service is, um, the more used it will be. So the easier, the better people eventually are going to put minimum inputs, right? So probably like a photo of their product and Google will be able to generate all of the ad uh, assets around that and be able to optimize them based off what people click on, what they interact with and what they buy the most of. Um, and that is going to be the ads that people begin to see online. So it's going to be a really interesting space to watch. Obviously, Google and Meta have some preliminary stuff they've launched. But very soon, we're going to start seeing, I think, a more broader and a more full um, rollout of some very robust AI tools that really start taking over the advertising space um, and start disrupting this industry in a very big way. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AIbox, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.